0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being in the podcast today. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen, to download, live stream, however you uh, access this, uh, this recording. I'm glad that you're able to be here today. God's Word is good and we're given a precious promise in John's Gospel, Chapter 18. It's in that famous event where our Savior Jesus Christ was interviewed by Pilate himself in verse 33. Jesus um, is standing before Pilate, and the Bible says, Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus, and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, Sayest "Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it uh, uh, thee of me? Uh, Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate uh, therefore said unto him, art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, and thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Interesting interview that Pilate had with the Lord, and uh, Jesus indicating his otherworldliness than what he is right here, but also a hint at the fact that he is a king, and that his kingdom is not completely come yet, uh, but that's what is being anticipated. You know, I thought about this passage and I thought about uh, the world that I live in and the world that you live in today. Uh, We live largely in a world that is mostly unconcerned about the things of God. Uh, even the people of God, it's remarkable to me that many people that name the name of Christ that call themselves believers are folks that are so concerned about so many different issues. They spend their time and their efforts on things that uh, in, the, in the vast scheme of things are not as, um, not as uh, critical. Uh, we are living in a country right now, at least in this current time, where many believers are concerned about the future of our country. And I believe rightly so. Uh, it is a very dark time and a gloom that's creeping over our entire nation. Uh, we you know, with elections and pandemics and everything else that are going on, I really do think that many believers are so concerned about what's going on. What will happen to America, Pastor? I get that question quite a bit. Well, I got news for you. America. Uh, will fall one day because the seeds of its own destruction are built right in. It's called human beings. Uh, there are people, uh, the, all nations at some point come crashing down because of the sinful depravity of the heart of human beings. But there are many believers that are overwrought. They're overwrought by a lot of peripheral issues. Now, don't misunderstand me. They are important issues, but they're peripheral issues. They are things that are actual symptoms of a deeper root disease and sickness that uh, is in the human race. Uh, people, some people are really overwrought over protesting and, and picketing, and they're all involved in the pro-life movement and picketing against the, the homosexuality movement and numerous other causes that are out there. Um, and 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 I understand. I understand the passion that is there. Uh, you want to see our nation, uh, its foundations not undermined. But there is a another cause that may that uh, they many people miss out on, and it's actually the only cause from which for which we have to live. It's something that no matter what happens to this country, I'm always going to have. It will never change. It'll always stay the same. And that is the kingdom of God and a desire for his cause in my heart. That as a disciple of my Savior, the Lord Jesus, I have this, this understanding that that's what's most important because Jesus taught about this so frequently to his disciples. He constantly would bring up this kingdom of God. And you know, if it was so important to Christ, here's where I want to invest my time. Here is one where I want to expend my life. Um, and if we can proclaim this to everybody around us, bring people to a saving knowledge of Christ— Uh, If we can proclaim to them the gospel and a kingdom of God and a rule of a leader that will never let you down, that he's always there, that he provides, and he's just like a father. Uh, If we can proclaim that around, the moral issues of society are going to change because men's relationship with God changes what they do. If you win a doctor to Christ and you give him an understanding of the Bible, he'll stop killing babies. Uh, People will stop living aberrant lifestyles because they come to an understanding of who God is, why they were created, what they're here for, and where they're going. So it's so important to make this main thing the main thing, the kingdom of God, and it won't come till the Lord's will be done. His kingdom is the rule and the reign of Christ, His sovereignty. I'm praying for that. When we pray the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, we understand those uh, questions, there's three questions that we approach with that. Whose is the kingdom? It's God's. We're just sojourners and pilgrims in this world right now. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is the the heart of the message of Jesus Christ. He constantly walked and talked to his disciples about it. He constantly illuminated their understanding even after the resurrection. When Christ rose from the grave in Acts chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, excuse me, Acts chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, what was the topic of his sermon? It was the kingdom. He spoke in three ways about the kingdom, past, present, and future. In Matthew chapter 8, he discusses how the kingdom embodied Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were a part of that kingdom. He talked about it in the present when he was with the disciples. In Luke chapter 17, verse 21, he said, The kingdom is within you. You are part of that kingdom. And then he spoke of it in a future tense in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Thy kingdom come. So, What are we praying when we pray, Lord, your kingdom come, Father, your kingdom come? It's a request that the universal reign of God through Jesus would come to earth, that every infinitesimal speck of sand in an infinite universe be brought into harmony with his will. But although his name is hallowed in heaven, we all know if you're listening today to this podcast that it's not that case on the earth. The purpose of prayer, dear folks, is that we would just live with such a longing and an anticipation. Lord, bring your kingdom to this earth too. In all its aspects, put away sin, put away rebellion, put away evil. I'm praying that that Jesus Christ would return and do that and that he would overcome any, any defiance to his leadership. How does it come? Well, it comes, number one, through conversion. Uh, if you're not a believer today, if you're not a disciple of Jesus Christ or maybe you think you are because you've been to church or you've signed a church membership or you were you were uh, uh, baptized or something of that nature when you were a child and you think that you're in the kingdom, I got the authority to tell you today that if you're not loving the Lord to the point where you're obeying him and all that he commands you to do, then you're not part of the kingdom of God. And you need to be saved, you need to be redeemed, you need to be forgiven. The kingdom of God can only come in your life when you are converted, when He rules in your life, when you know that your citizenship is not here, but it's in heaven. So be praying about that. And then it's commitment for those of you that are true believers. The kingdom of God, Romans 14, 17 uh, will come when the desire for the fullness of God's control in your life really overwhelms you. There are many believers or many people who call themselves Christians who do not realize that that uh, this, this very fact and they're they're consequently half-hearted, mediocre in their service. but there's one other thing. how does the kingdom of God come? one day his rule will be realized physically. I can't wait for that day. I hope you can't either. It's going to be an exciting time. I'm ready for him to come today, aren't you? And so we pray that as the Apostle John did, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. God bless you today. Live like it's the last day you got. Live for Christ.